Ahoy, hello, I'm feeling supersonic. Give me gin and tonic. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. We are back again, bringing you facts that we have searched, scoured the internet, and sometimes even books for. Your job, just see... If they're worth sharing, are they good pub ammo? We'll find out in the next half hour or so. My name's Dan. This week, three things for you about twins at an Olympics, about who Krusty the Clown is really meant to be, and why fairy dust is vital. Connor is also here. What do you got? Um, I would like to talk about John Wick and why I think he's a bloody legend. Uh, How you spell potato or potato. And uh, when you sneeze next time, put your hand over your mouth. <laughs> the first one should be taken. The third one should be taken as red. Potato, potato. Is there, are there many more ways to spell it? I don't know. We'll find uh, out. We'll just wait. Wait and hear this story. Yeah, we'll find out. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So still no sign of producer Adam, Connor. I don't want to let people in too much into the inner workings, the deep, deep conversations and tricky machinery that is in the back end of Baffled. But you might have heard us speak about producer Adam before. And, you know, we had a go at him a few episodes ago. And then he said, look, why do you keep having a go at me on podcasts? I, I, I do everything for you. And he's not been here for about a week. So I don't know what's going on. Well, if we're doing something here, buds, like, are we doing something wrong? Because... You know, one of them's done one, and then the other one's doing one. Are we missing the trick here? You know, is there cash flow somewhere else? And we need to start getting that CV out. I mean, everyone seems to be disappearing from the baffled empire, mate. And here we are, just chugging our episodes. We're, we're slogging it away at the grindstone, at the coalface. Thankfully, you listening, you're there and loads more listeners popping up. It's a bristling, brimming volcano ready to explode. So I'm excited for that. But I I, I don't know. But here's the deal. Uh, Thank you for being there. We bring you six facts every week, uh, more or less. Most of them haven't been done before. And just decide if they are worth remembering or not. That is it. We do the hard work. We do that intellectual digging so you don't have to. Connor, kick us off. Uh, We'll kick off. Lightly, and when I say lightly, it's actually uh, quite intense. But did you know that when you sneeze, an average sneeze, it can hit speeds of up to 100 miles per hour when it leaves the nostrils, expelling droplets and microorganisms to a distance that could be seen up to 27 feet. Now, it's not a big surprise that you're sneezing with such speed because they are bam gone in a flash the real challenge with this is how your body and your lungs is able to get all that away 
Yeah, but I think is it you know it must be that kind of same uh, thing as like when you breathe in and then you you know you let it go really really fast. That initial push is like a lot, isn't there? It's like a big big speed. And I guess when you sneeze, it's like bang, you know, right at the beginning there. So it's not like it it gradually builds up speed. That initial speed is up to a hundred miles an hour, but instantly, like the instant hit. Yeah, it's just the, the idea. I get and I get that. It's the idea that you can generate that much force with just just the power of your like lungs and your nostrils is, is quite mind blowing to me. Do you know what? I bloody love a sneeze as well, don't you? I love a good sneeze. When what? you are mm. gagging for a sneeze and you can feel it coming and it's kind of playing tricks on you a little bit, it's teasing you, and then it comes. Beautiful. Well, the counter of that, the most disappointing feeling in the world, well, one of them, is when you really want to sneeze and it just won't come out because you're doing that thing. You know, you're looking at lights, you're desperately looking up, trying to do that strange thing where the light makes you sneeze because of things that are going on in your brain. You're desperately trying to look, you're trying to sneeze, you're pushing it out, but you can't do it. That is one of the most annoying feelings in the world. I think most things in life, actually, uh, when you leave it to brew for a little bit longer, and I think a sneeze comes into this and more enjoyable. So if you let a tea brew slightly longer, taste better. When you're ready for a little poo, if you just give it an extra five, six minutes, just let it brew. Just let it sit a bit. Yeah. Feels better. Let that sneeze build. Don't instantly release it. Just let it tease you. Let it get you going. When you're talking about toilet, though, you're playing a risky game because I do this. Sometimes, you know, when you really need a pee... And when you hold it and you hold it and you hold it and then you get that beautiful ecstasy of its release. But sometimes mm. you're, you're playing fast and loose there. You're getting close to the line yeah. where, where it's, is it worth the pain of holding it in? Yeah, I'm not too sure if it is worth the pain, but apparently there are health benefits, by the way, on the old uh, poo front from uh, leaving it to brew for a little bit, but not all we can cause a bladder infection. So I don't recommend it. What are these health benefits about saving poos? I'm not sure. Apparently, if you hold a poo a little bit, I mean, this is a separate fact that we can dive into maybe a little bit later on or maybe in another episode. But I think there's a health benefit to holding on to the poo a little bit, whereas a wee, no, 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 could cause bladder infections. We don't want to be doing that. If you're new to Baffled, what you've just got there is a perfect highlight of what it is. Connor's piped up. Oh, yeah, there is a health benefit. What is the health benefit? Don't know. But I've also heard that it's not good for your pee. Why is that? Don't know. Yeah. Yeah, not too sure. But I've heard it. So uh, there you go. Pocket it. Just chucking the phrase bladder infection out there like that can mean anything serious. Um, well, there you go. One of the best feelings in the world. When you sneeze, you're hitting speeds of 80 or 100 miles an hour. For my first fact, Connor, I want to do something about Sister Sister on you. Do you remember that series? Sister Sister, Tia sister, and Tamara? Sister. Yeah, they were twins. No. Also, it happened in The no. Parent Trap. Twins. Have you ever seen that film with Lindsay Lohan? I think if you haven't seen that film, then you shouldn't be trusted as a human. Yeah. So they swap places. Well, that's what happened in the 1984 Olympics. Madeline and Margaret de Jesus were from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico sent 50 competitors to the LA Olympics back in 1984. One of them was Madeline. She qualified for two events, the long jump, the women's 400 meter relay. But she got an injury halfway through. She couldn't do some of the events. So she drafted in her sister, who was a very good runner. Old Margaret took her place in the actual Olympics. Mm. Yeah, you see, I can understand the benefits of having an identical twin. I can understand why I could start seeping a few of those benefits too. 
I really do, but you can't be doing it at the Olympics. That is terrible. Well, you'd have trouble because you're constantly chopping and changing your hairstyle. You've got a different one today. You've gone a bit Nick Carter, Backstreet Boys, kind of mid-noughties with the curtains right in the middle of your hair. A little bit of a mullet. Freshly <laughs> shaven, though, so there is something. But you couldn't do that with a twin brother because you'd have to perfectly correlate and align what styles you're doing. The problem is... Well, you know, this is the thing. If I was a twin, I'd have to get some contracts drawn up very early on you know when we're at an age where we can understand contracts in any form they've got to be drawn up i need signatures on the dotted lines that look listen you follow my lead i'm the superior twin that has to be the case when i get a haircut you get a haircut when i clean shave you clean shave the decisions i make you follow bit like baffled really but can't it be the other way around your twin i imagine they'll be called dylan why can't they be the kingpin in this relationship because I just feel like I'm the more stylish individual for me and my twin. So Margaret took the place of her sister, uh, Madeline, and they, it was going perfectly fine. But a journalist figured out what was happening when Margaret was trying to qualify for the finals in these Olympics. The journalist covered for the twin, but it was only it all got uncovered. Um, because the Puerto Rican chief coach, Freddy Vargas, pulled the team out of the competition and then it all came out. And I think they got banned from ever competing again. I really enjoy it, though. I think if you can hoodwink someone, fair play. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think as well, that is a bloody hard thing to prove. And it's also something that you wouldn't really be like necessarily aware of. Do you know what I mean? So like if... If that was actually happening, I don't think people would be going, oh, I wonder if these people that are running are standing in for somebody else and they've got a twin. Like, it wouldn't be something you think about. So I, I imagine quite easy to get away with, maybe. But I don't know. You'd hope of any big body, the Olympic committee would have quite strict rules and they would be quite thorough in checking them. Now, I know you can't suppose everyone is an identical twin, but... But I also, I guess, why would the Olympic Committee really, know, especially back in the 80s, why would they really know all the competitors that well? You know, if someone pipes mm. up uh, pretending to be Usain Bolt, we've seen him on the telly for so long now, you'd probably understand if they weren't the real one. But back in the 80s, sp like these sports weren't as accessible. They weren't on telly all of the time. So why would you know that they weren't? Uh, identical twins. Yeah, I don't think you. I don't think you would know. But I think if you are the identical twin, you are kind of in a way winning a little bit maybe by being able to get away with that aren't you we are winning we are yeah we are saying that well, i mean they lost we are saying that your twin brother would be dylan yeah oh absolutely yeah it'd be dylan yeah yeah second fact of the show con what you got john wick keanu reeves the movie john wick was initially going to be called scom s-c-o-m scom don't ask me why but the title was changed because keanu reeves just kept calling it john wick during the interviews John Wick die about so I had to change the name of the whole film because in the interviews all of the press he just called John Wick die about so sorry I'm having that much power I'm having that much power yeah I read another fact about Keanu Reeves recently that combined for Matrix 2 and 3 he got paid and they were filmed at the same time he got paid like 190 million dollars and I think that's the highest, that's the biggest check that's ever been given out in one go to an actor because they filmed it at the same time. Imagine making 190 mil. But sorry, you brought that to the table and you're like, oh yeah, it was going to be called SCOM. I don't know why. You didn't look up why it might be called yeah, SCOM? Yeah, because nobody, nobody knows why because it was called SCOM initially and then he went and done all the press, went and done all the interviews, just called it John Wick. Film got changed. SCOM was, see you later. 
But then, you know, it always comes back to this same point that we've made on Baffle time and time and time and time again. Was it? Was it? Or is it just a really good little PR story? Was it? Well, I don't know how good a PR story is because, you know, I mean, I've never seen the films, to be fair, but I remember them coming out. I remember the hullabaloo around them, and you would think I would hear that. Also, it makes you wonder, did John Wick do this? In, did Keanu Reeves do this intentionally? Did he think, Scott, mm. that, that is a dirty, that is a rascal name for a film. I'm going to change that. That is a rascal. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, maybe. Or he is John Wick, he's a lead character, so he just kind of naturally called it that because... He's a he's a famous actor, so he only really thinks about himself. So he was going, yeah, yeah, this film I'm doing, I'm John Wick in that, and he just kept calling it, calling it, calling it, and they thought, Christ alive, we're gonna have to change this. I just had a swift Google of what is the meaning of scom, and the meaning of scom is system center operations manager. So there we go. I can understand why he called it John Wick. To be honest with you, because that's a little bit embarrassing, isn't it? It is, but I do like the idea. If it was called, you know, operations manager. That's quite a nice contrast because that's quite a boring title. But it's this mm, all-out action mm. film. You don't expect the operations manager to be going around killing everyone to save his dog. I uh, hear that's what happened. But I do get that you need something hard-hitting. You need something big for the screen. But it's still quite a risk calling it John very, Wick, right? Like, no Yeah. It's not an, it's not an it's attractive very, name. It's just very John Wicky, though, isn't it? It's very Keanu Reeves, isn't it? Do you know what? my name yeah just don't worry about it you know just i'm just gonna say john wick i'm the main guy it's very keanu reeves although keanu reeves if you're listening call it a day lad because i do think the uh, recent john wick's film was definitely the one that needs to be the final one it's no, there's no need for john wick five there you go facts reviews opinions and this guy knows his films what are we currently saying is the top five shrek one shrek two cheaper by the dozen one two parent trap what else mm, yeah i think i've got probably a new entry now as well we've seen a uh, vacation no oh give it a watch very very good got the guy in it out of uh, the hangover uh he rents a, a little vehicle and takes his family on a little vacation great uh t- no tell me more who's the guy of the hangover what does he do on this vacation you know Simon, who plays Simon in The Hangover? Simon, the one who loses his tooth. Are you talking about, is it Vacation Friends or is it... Just called Vacation. The guy's a pilot, uh, you know, having the typical family issues if the kid's growing up, wants to do a nice vacation for them, ends up renting a car that is kind of looks like something from a different planet. Uh, it's great. So this came out in 2015. That's it, yeah, that's the one. So the guy you're talking about is Ed Helms, who was Andy in The Office. Um, yeah. So I think this is a, this was in the National Lampoon series of movies, if that rings a bell. But that, that's gone straight into the, what, so here's what I don't get. Of all the films that are out there in the world, what made you sit down overnight and think, you know, what I'm going to watch, bam, a family going on a holiday in 2015, a film. I just sort of go on to Google and say, you know, the most feel good, easy watching films and then just pick it. I don't do all this sitting down watching Lord of the Rings shit where it's three hours of people firing arrows at things that don't exist in real life. Just like sick of it. I'd rather watch a vacation film. What's the most no. challenging, what's the most challenge you've ever felt watching a film where you've come away thinking, oh, that was a lot. Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, the first Harry Potter film, that family friendly Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. a bloody challenge. I tell you what, this kid, his parents have died. He's found out he's a wizard, slung into a magical school with a load of absolute rotten gremlins. Some kid's bullying him. Then he found out the old uh, wizard who want, who killed his parents wants to come back and kill him. I say he can't get a break. Yeah. If you think that was bad, that. if you think that was bad, mate, you want to see Chamber of Secrets, Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, you're in for an absolute yeah, no, rotten day. I remember those ones. Yeah, God. 
Yeah, and I did watch Lord of the Rings actually in the cinema when I was a kid. Apparently, I got hour and forty in and told my mum I was sick of it, and wanted to go. An hour and forty, just made it halfway through. Mm. What was that again? Oh, something about John Wick. Keanu Reeves. Uh, they had to, they got to call it John Wick because Keanu Reeves kept calling it John Wick. What are you gonna do? This is a bit magical as well. You know Peter Pan. That's your type of film. Everyone lives happily ever after. Love a little bit of Peter Pan, can't be the original. Written as a play, actually, by J.M. Barry, uh, I think, is what they're saying. And in the play, Peter Pan, Wendy, all that lot, they would fly, right? Mm. J.M. Barry saw this and he thought, well, if they're flying on stage, when the kids get home, they'll probably want to try and fly as well. And that might be quite dangerous because they might leap off staircases and stuff. So he made them add fairy dust to the play, as in you can only fly if we sprinkle you this fairy dust, to try and stop kids copying flights when they got home because they didn't have any fairy dust, which means they wouldn't have been able to fly. Can't you buy fairy dust, though? Yeah, but it's not proper fairy dust, is it? But they're a kid. Yeah, Oh, but they but they can't go and do it, right? Because they're kids, so they can't, like, they've not got the money. Also, this is many, many years ago. Right, right, right. Because I'd be the kid who would just ask for fairy dust for Christmas, pour it over me and jump off the building and see if I could fly. How would you get on with that? Yeah, it would be really, really bad. But isn't, isn't that surely a way out? You know, hey, mum, can I have fairy dust? Hey, dad, can I have some fairy dust yeah. for Christmas? You get it, and all, all of a sudden you, you think you can fly. Well, they would just say no, surely. What, to get any fairy dust? Yeah. Oh, well, no, I don't know. I think explains a lot. Explains a lot. If in your childhood you got everything you ever wanted for birthdays and Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I was quite, you know, I was definitely quite lucky on that front at some stage. But yeah, I think that I think that you would probably just ask for the fairy dust, wouldn't you? And then just attempt to fly. But that's not the point. The point is, is the author of the play, the playwright, turned up, thought, yeah. oh, that's an issue. Here's what they're gonna. You see, I don't have that like foresight. I'd be really bad at seeing it and thinking. A week into the future, and that these kids are going to try jumping off staircases to replicate Peter Pan. But I used to love doing that. You remember when you saw a film when you were a kid at the cinema? I remember I did it with Spider Man, and I came out, and you were about nine or ten, and you thought, "Oh, I'd love to be Spider Man." So you're kind of wandering around, trying to fling your webs and do all the stuff. I used to love that about watching films. Real disappointment when you get older. You know, as a thirty-one-year-old, I can't walk out of Barbie and pretend to be Margot Robbie. Mm, yeah, I did. You see, I do miss those those moments though. I used to pretend to be Rey Mysterio on a Sunday morning. It's great to wear my little mask, to fly around, and I'm the least you know acrobatic, bendy person in the world. But I give it a go. Hang on, you had a Rey Mysterio mask. He's a wrestler, by the way. In case you don't know, yeah, I had a Rey. I think I've still got it actually. Probably dig it out for the next episode if you want. My, I was big into wrestling when I was um, kind of early teens. And I used to have everything. I had the, all the DVDs, I had the figures, I had the belts, I had the T-shirts. My mum would never buy me a Rey Mysterio mask because I think she thought it was a bit weird. Oh, yeah. But, you know, us sitting there getting like really, really excited over fake wrestling and wearing a belt and pretending we've won it. All fine. That's not weird. All fine. Yeah, because yeah, it's a bit kinky in it wearing a mask. It's a bit weird. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand. I've probably just criticised a whole heap of kind of Mexican, South American culture with that. So let's move on fairly swiftly. Hi. 
Hi all, it's TV's Gail Porter here. I am so excited to tell you that I am joining the Paranormal Activity family and will be hosting a number of live podcast recordings across the UK. The first is on the 5th of October at London's haunted Richmond Theatre. Expect terrifying tales, audience interaction and hopefully a spirit or two. If you want to join me and share your own paranormal experiences, get tickets at www.paranormalpod.co.uk. Hello, my name is Mark Thompson, your guide aboard the Constellation Station podcast. Tune in every Monday for your weekly guide to all things going on in the skies above the UK that week. From meteor showers to comets and eclipses to supernova explosions, I will have it all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, let's hope for some clear skies. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. If you've got a fact, by the way, if you want to get in touch, no matter where you are around the world, we would love to hear from you. It's info at baffledpod.com. I have found an issue, though. Uh, come since uh, Mark, who was with us for a little while, left us a few months ago, and since uh, Adam, our producer, has gone AWOL, I don't know where he's gone. No one has access to the emails. See, he's actually really, really good um, uh, to to give you honesty here because I actually don't know where Adam's gone. I know I'm not just having you on it. I'm genuinely not having anybody on. This is the guy. I have no idea where he is. I haven't heard seen him been on the pod of him for well about a year three weeks, isn't it? about a year ago he took a break and then he got back and he proposed to his girlfriend then a few weeks ago he took some time off and we discovered he'd bought a house so maybe he's having a baby maybe he's having a baby yeah good luck to him good luck to him i think by now we should probably just call it a day as a producer of this podcast don't you what do you reckon dan yeah <laughs> i think so we'll just take anyone that turns up on the zoom call 
Yeah. Baffledpod.com, that's where you need to go. All right, everything is on there. Uh, you can send us an email on there. You can check out our TikToks. It's got all the merch on there too. Uh, where are we at? Four facts down, a couple more to go. Let's crack on with fact five, Connor. Uh, fact five, on June the 15th, 1992, um, Quow is his name? Is that how you pronounce it, President? Is it Quow, 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 something like that? Spell it for Altered me. Altered 12, Q-U-A-Y-L-E. Yeah, I don't know. Q-U. The way it sort of slows it down, doesn't it, a little bit when the pronunciation of these stupid names has to be done. Yeah, Vice President, sorry. Former US Vice President. Uh, he altered 12-year-old student William's correct spelling of potato to potato. Now, the original spelling that the kid done was P-O-T-A-T-O. The Vice President put an E on the end. And he got absolutely slaughtered for it for a very, very long while. He become what was basically the 1992 version of a meme. That's it. Just change, change the that, way he spelt potato, and he was crucified. That is it. That is it. But the best bit about it was nobody really knew who he was. I mean, you know, he's the vice president, so I'm sure people are aware. But he wasn't really a big name that was household that people would speak about. That people would be invested in. That people would well, be the vice in. president because. Yeah, but as in, like, it was, you know, it's the vice president. It's, it's a big deal, though. It's a, it's a huge deal. It's a big, of course it's a huge deal, yeah, but I can't imagine he was being spoken about every single day like the president's being spoken about. He sure was after he put the E on the end of potato in this little elementary school spelling bee. And the nightmare about it back then is that that would have lingered and lingered and lingered, at least today, because of, uh, with, like, Twitter and Instagram and memes. There's new stuff happening every hour, so... You know, if you are the flavour of ridicule for a moment, don't worry, it'll pass in a few minutes. Whereas back then, it would have been on the news, it would have been on newspapers for days because people just can't get enough because there's not that instant change in the way we're given mm. things. Yeah, yeah. He was he, he was a subject of, of widespread ridicule for his error. Uh, kind of went down in a... Went down on his name as the man that done that with potato. Talking about memes, uh, a lot of arguments in my house and with my friends groups recently about the greatest gif right what's the greatest gif I wouldn't even know um, I always enjoy probably uh, Homer Simpson going back into the bush yeah good gif good gif I, I think the strongest kind of sums up loads yeah I think the strongest is I think he's a Mexican lad with big eyebrows raising them in a very suggestive manner as it zooms into his face I'm a big fan of that one mm. yeah yeah or the, or the one when they sit the cup they sip the tea as if it's like they're getting prepared for, you know, chaos. You know, when it erupts in the WhatsApp group and it's, you know, two Oh, Kermit the Frog sipping tea. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. Very, very well, cool. there you go. Those are our favourite gifts and memes and some vice president that we can't pronounce. He got it wrong. Spelt potato badly. Last fact of the show. Did you know in The Simpsons, Krusty the Clown was originally going to be revealed as Homer Simpson in disguise? Crossy the Clown was going to be revealed as Homer Simpson. In disguise. In disguise. Yeah, they're, they're drawn very similarly. If you look at early Crusty the Clowns, he is effectively Homer Simpson with a bit of air on him. The concept was later dropped because it was too complicated for the show, but the original idea was that um, Bart, the son, didn't really like Homer, but idolised Crusty the Clown. So Homer pretended, like, then it was then revealed... 
in this it was meant to be revealed in this great moment that hey you like your dad in makeup dressed up but you don't like him in real life what's going on there but then it all got a bit much for them the series ran away the characters did their own thing and they just drop it but if you look at early crusties he does look exactly like homer with hair <laughs> okay i'd have to check it out i've never really noticed it i've never been a massive simpsons fan either i will throw that out there you know never... what i would have predicted that from you i think you can judge people straight yeah. away if they're a big simpsons fan or not i bet you were more of a yeah i don't know might you have been family guy i wasn't really into any of the cartoony bits really i was more just sort of cheap about a dozen back to back with a bit of daily daycare on a tuesday you know yeah sort of saw me through my childhood and it, what, what about just general disney channel stuff though you wouldn't have been into kim possible call me beat me when you want to reach me no, no. I think maybe watched a little bit. Oh, I, I liked um, Orange Soda, Keenan and Kel. Liked that. It was, that was a good yeah, show. It was, it was funny when he wanted Orange Soda and when he put the screw in the tuna. I don't know if you remember that. Um, right, no. right, it was a big moment. Look it up. Well, there you go. I think we've covered a lot this week. What have we learned? Well, it's only called John Wick because Keanu Reeves never said the actual name of the film. So uninspiring. I've even forgotten what it is now. Also, Fairy Dust was added to make Peter Pan safer for the kids. And if you are going to play a little parent trap trick, swap with your twit. Also, this is very tough to say. If you're going to play a parent trap trick to swap with your twin, make sure you don't do it at the Olympics. Bafflepod.com if you want to say hello. And we will see you next week. See you later. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.